I suppose you're going to have plump goose with chestnut dressing? Yep. And will you have plum pudding and lemon sauce? Yeah, And candied fruits with spiced sugar cakes? Yeah, like your cough. Are you daft, man? You know I can't eat that stuff. Ten Christmas puddings sitting on the table And a monster came and ate one in one gulp Then there were nine, nine Christmas puddings Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas Nine Christmas puddings sitting on the table And a monster came and ate one in one gulp Welcome, Figgy Puddings, to Geek Salad, episode 243 With Razzleberry Dressing I'm Andy. <laughs> I'm Mike. I'm Joe. I'm Catherine. And hey, folks, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy holidays in general. That's it. Greetings. I trust that Christmas brings you its traditional mix of good food and violent stomach crap. <laughs> <laughs> and compliments of the season to you, back at it. May the Yuletide log slip from your fire and burn your house down. As we, uh are going to put an end to the year of 2023, one of our lower output years of podcasting, but for, you know, creative reasons. Um, but we are here tonight to set the table, as it were, and have that discussion, that battle about <laughs> on the table. Oh, Yes, it's, it's a beautiful duck. Yes, it, it really is. It's uh, uh, but you see, uh, what? It, it's smiling at me. Okay. We are we are we are going. You know, you, you have been waiting for this your entire lives, and we will tell you. What is right? It's actually kind of surprising how divisive this actually the subject actually is. Oh my god! I you know it's like one of those things. It's like politics and religion. You don't talk about it at the Christmas dinner table. Yeah, what's at the Christmas table? <laughs> exactly. Oh, that. Well, we did have one piece of social media feedback for this, uh, and it was kind of like this was just like a and I our. Our, our good buddy Kurt Smith at Swayze of Arabia. I asked, you know, what do you want on your Christmas dinner table? Uh, Kurt replies with ham, mac and cheese, King's Hawaiian rolls, and pay. Hmm. So, okay, yeah, I, I'm so down for the. Quite, yep, go ahead, go for it, Mike. I'm down for the ham in the uh, Hawaiian rolls. And uh, mac and cheese, and not for Christmas. Yeah, that's a that's a Thanksgiving kind of yeah side. Well, haven't you ever heard Christmas in Hollis? Unless you're chicken collard greens, something something macaroni and cheese. I'm sure Catherine's mm-hmm. husband would would be able to recite the entire verse. Maybe. Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you, Kurt, for um, yes, thank for you. responding back to that. Yes, I think that we're going to have a, and I think some of those will kind of fall back into the conversation here. But I do want to start with appetizers, which you know, 
not part of the, the, the dinner table, but still a very important part of that Christmas dinner gathering. So, guys, what are your ideal appetizers pre-Christmas uh, dinner? Deviled eggs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, deviled eggs. Deviled in, eggs my, in my family... In my family, it's a uh, kielbasa that's been in the slow cooker for like five hours. Ooh, wow. that's cool. Oh, I, I, love kiel- I, I love kielbasa, something fierce, but I'm always tasting it like five hours later. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I burp and like, oh, yeah, yeah kiel- there's that kielbasa. Yeah, kielbasa slow. Insert yeah, kielbasa slow. Yeah. <laughs> slow, slow cooked in uh, in beer and uh, brown sugar. Wow! Oh, lovely. That does sound good. Oh, it's yeah, oh, it's so good. Oh well, I am married to a man who works at a cheese shop, so he gets to buy the cheese and everything at the with the employee discount. Oh. Wensleydale. So, uh, sometimes they have Wensleydale. <laughs> yes. I haven't tried that yet, but uh. No. Yeah. Yes, that's my name, Wensleydale. Oh, if they had a nickel for every time anybody came in either quoting that skit from Monty sure. Python or anything from Wallace and Gromit, uh, they'd have a lot more money. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, no, like my husband prepares a cheese platter every year. Lovely. And uh, he's been he's been working on upgrading his game, and uh, uh, my 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 uh, stepmom. Uh, saw the pictures of the Halloween platter, and she's like, "Can I have the googly eyes at Christmas?" And he was like, "All right, gotta find them." <laughs> but, nice. nice. But yeah, it's it's uh, so yeah. Gonna have a gonna have a muppety cheese platter this year. But yeah, we always have a, a cheese platter, crackers, fruit, you know, some grapes, and uh, he's been big on the uh, cotton candy grapes lately. Oh, okay. And some berries. Lovely. Um, now, I'm with y'all on the deviled eggs because, you know, two scrambled eggs, sure. 34 deviled eggs. You son of a bitch. I'm in. I am all in. <laughs> oh, I'll feel I'm like gar- I will feel like nuts. I will feel like garbage in the morning, but God damn it, they'll so good. Yep. Hell yeah. Yep. Yep. Assorted nuts. Got to have those out on like five different plates as well as like a dish of candy. You have to have M&M's out. Well, actually, my um, my sister usually has a dish of uh, candied almonds. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Oh, my husband nice. just gets uh, my husband gets fried almonds from the shop. Ooh. Oh, never nice. heard of it, but I want it now. I want it desperately. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Come by the shop. They'll hook you up. Oh, whatever. Whenever my sister hosts Christmas dinner, her uh, husband makes uh, scallops wrapped in bacon. Yeah. And like the big thing yeah those are really good too but you know I always feel like you know I, I should be at a wedding or something like that because that is such a wedding pass around hors d'oeuvre mm. but now what are we washing this down with so let me ask you what is your beverage or cocktail of choice pre-dinner personally I'm I like, like I, red I, wine Okay. See, yeah, in my family, it's a uh, it's a white Rus- white Russians. Really? Oh God, yeah. Oh, my uncle loves white Russians, <laughs> and that and that's 
He, if he's drinking, if he's if he's drinking white Russians, everybody's drinking white Russians. Got it. It's crazy. The easiest fucking hillbilly cocktail to make in the goddamn world. <laughs> oh, hang on, hang on. I've got something else for that. Not not quite as hillbilly, but my husband does uh did introduce me to the Gauss rifle. Okay. Explain. Called, the what? Oh, and it will kill you. Uh, well, so you, you you take uh, you <laughs> vodka and peppermint schnapps, and you put them in the freezer overnight. And then you do Ooh. one part and one part peppermint schnapps. And if you want to be classy, you serve it oh. with a peppermint stain. Oh. It tastes oh. really good, and it will knock you on your ass. Okay. Oh, I'm, looking, I'm trying to imagine that. And I do have both peppermint schnapps and vodka at home, so maybe... Now, yeah. of course, I got I, I got to throw in the the Puerto Rican side of my family, and that's the uh, the Puerto Rican eggnog coquito. Oh God, yeah, we gotta make. If I didn't, if I wasn't such a dumbass to get uh, COVID, I would totally be drinking uh, coquito right now. Oh, I. Well, what's, co- that is, what's coquito? It is oh. a Puerto Rican egg, basically Puerto Rican eggnog. It's but it's 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 made with like rum, pineapple, coconut, nutmeg. Yeah, it's basically eggnog, but with a shit ton of rum, rum and uh, coconut. Yeah, isn't that what you do and to eggnog? Is you add brandy and stuff? That, yeah, that but this like, is different. This is coconut. This is coconut. It's, it's not, different. Not it's egg. different. It's yeah. It it doesn't. It they call it Puerto Rican eggnog, but it's not really eggnog. Okay. It sounds like the love child of eggnog and a uh, pina colada. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's it's thicker than a pina colada. Uh, we make it by the pitcher. We love coquito. But um, oh yeah, no joke. Yeah, that's that's that Puerto Rican tradition. Yeah, we're gonna have to nice. share recipes in the uh, notes of this episode. <laughs> Absolutely, I will. I will just. I have an entire Google folder filled with cocktail recipes. I know coquitos in there. Um, awesome. For myself. I'm like, if I'm not drinking red wine, because I will just solely drink red wine during dinner, um, usually beforehand, I'll I'll have a glass of whiskey. And it really doesn't matter what kind of whiskey, it just has to be whiskey. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I am, yeah, I'll have like a gin and tonic. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's like, a, at that point, I want something warm. You know, it's Christmas. I want the warm stuff. And like, I'll even drink like the shitball uh Whiskeys as well. I'll drink Doc McGillicuddy's or, you know, Dear Evan Hansen or whatever the hell that with that bourbon is. I'll drink any of that <laughs> stuff. Yeah, but the, yeah, but the thing is, it, you know, with with drinking the the White Russians and then the Coquito and stuff like that. I mean, those are heavy drinks. Yeah, and they fill oh, up yeah. your stomach. A gin, a gin and tonic is just kind of a nice like refresher. Oh, it's a it's a very nice refresher. It also means I don't have to dirty a shaker either, which is a big a big plus for me because I'm lazy. Right, exactly. But, yeah. um, I, I'm interested in what Mike because I know Mike's not a drinker. So hold whatever you were going to have as your beverage of choice, Mike. Because I got one question I got to ask the alcoholics in the group. Um, what do you put in your eggnog? Your eggnog proper. Homer, didn't you get any milk? All I see is eggnog. Tis the season, Marge. We only get 30 sweet, noggy days. Then the government takes it away again. 
What is your uh, liquor see, I don't of like choice? I don't, I don't like eggnog, so. What are yeah, you I, doing, I drink, Joe? I drink almost no eggnog. <laughs> I've tried putting brandy in it. It's, you know, it's fine. I like have a, you know, I, I have a glass. Um, I do have a friend that's like said that it's not available all year round, but that this coquito thing does have me very curious. I might be uh, changing my I, I will. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna probably pull that up in just a few, and I'll I'll, I'll share it with the group. Um, yeah, no, for me, like I discovered because for my 40th birthday, which was like 11 years ago, I was gifted a bottle of Cafe Patron, and I had no idea what the hell to do with it. You know, it's like tequila, but it's a chocolate tequila, chocolate coffee tequila. So I like decided. Let me put a shot of that into the eggnog, and god damn. <laughs> I had so many converts by the end. And, I mean, the, the bottle lasted me like eight years because I love eggnog. It was my fa- one of my father-in-law's favorite things. And, I'm, you know, the government gets rid of it after, after 30 days, so you got you to gotta drink it. But yep. now, and Mike, this is a bottle of something you gave me, Mr. Black Coffee Liqueur. Oh, also goes well Ooh. with eggnog. Hmm, interesting. I can see that, Mister Black. Yeah. <laughs> so, so anyway, um, Mike, what is your like, like leisure beverage of choice for the for, for this this festive season? Well, uh, usually when I go over to my mom's on Christmas Eve, we'll have some just like straight up non-alcoholic eggnog. Um, okay. That tends to be a little thick for me. I. I Kind of prefer my eggnog cut with regular milk, but okay. Um, okay. What I might be doing this year, um, because I got my uh, gift from my gifts from from Jana early, and she sent me these uh, wonderful um, matcha sweet matcha powder um, that, uh, that I saw at an international market when I was out there, and you mix like take like a, tea, a spoon of that. Mix it with some hot water and, and just like stir it until it and dissolves into like a little slurry. Then you pour um, vanilla almond milk in there, and okay. it, it basically becomes an. Uh, well, if you added ice to it, it'd be an ice uh, Dunkin' ice matcha latte. But um, <laughs> it is so good, and um, I, I'm I'm tempted to bring some over to my mom's on Christmas Eve and see if she likes it, but. Um, Usually when I go to my sister's house on Christmas Day, I'll probably just have like, you know, the cranberry ginger ale or um, just something, you know, just something to wet my whistle. Apple cider, maybe. They have it. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Yeah. I, um, I like, my son will drink Dr. Pepper, like, for every holiday. <laughs> oh, Joey, you beat me too. Get him some Mr. Pig. <laughs> Same one here. No, I got I got a different one here. So, all right. So, um, Catherine now has two different um, different coquito recipes to try out in the uh, in our knowledge fight and behind the bastards uh, chat thread here. So that but should we'll, be fun. We'll, we should definitely put like any recipes that we have in the notes for this episode because people Absolutely. are going to want people might be interested because I do have like my my uh, entrees. I do have I should be able to find the. Uh, recipes okay i don't really do anything special with mine but maybe i'll do the i'll, I'll yeah, maybe I mean, i'll put some 
uh, potato recipes in there. But Joe, I will defer to you on the coquito because you know you're the Puerto Rican. I assume you'll know what's best for all. Of them. <laughs> no, I mean, it, right. yeah, honestly, coquito recipe is kind of it goes. Even though there's some basics, it changes from family to family. So a lot of a lot of it's handed down from like, you know, within a family. Yep. That's that's why that's why the uh, the uh, the night crawl at the uh, at a you know on Christmas Eve in Puerto Rico is so fun, so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm filled with coconut milk. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. So all right, well let's move on to the main event then, the dinner. I'm going to start with Mike. Mike. Yes. What is your preferred? Christmas main course, not the whole thing, just the main course. What is the star of that dinner for you? For me, I mean, yeah, it really depends on what my sister makes, but usually she's gonna make a um, a ham with some with a brown sugar glaze. Okay, and so that, have, I mean, have- hell, I would I would even have that for uh, for uh, Thanksgiving if they made it. I not the biggest turkey fan, unless it's like you know the cold cut. But a nice ham, a nice cooked ham. See, I I don't like the cold cut ham, but a baked ham with like a brown sugar glaze. Oh, mwah, love it. But you're but you're a cold cut turkey person, but not a like an off the bone turkey person. Right, exactly. Yeah, I'm kind of weird that way. Interesting, Catherine. All right, so. Many years ago, when I was still kind of broke, I asked my stepmom what I could do that didn't cost much money, and she asked me if I could cook dinner, and they would buy it. Oh. And thus began a tradition. Oh. And now that I'm better off, I can buy the dinner and cook it. So Lovely. I do. <clears throat> yep. So I bring a, you know, I go over and I cook a, uh, a prime rib. So I, get a, I, get a, I get a I get a rib roast and I cook it. I started out doing it as a uh, a garlic and pepper crusted. Ooh. Which uh, so what you end up doing with that is you uh, warm unsalted butter to temperature, mince uh, garlic, and put in pepper, like coarse ground black pepper, and then spread that on top of the beast. And cool it for a bit, and then in the fridge like that, and then you roast it slow for hours, and then I make a red wine au jus. And then I also, uh, when I make the au jus, you know, you it's kind of like making a gravy where you pour off all the uh, liquid, keep the beef drippings, and pour off all the fat, and then I saute red onions in the beef fat, and serve that with it over watercress. Au jus. And <laughs> <laughs> make a yeah, and then I make a red wine au jus for the uh, for the beef. Um, and then I know we're only talking about the main event, but you know there is a Yorkshire pudding that goes with it. Hmm. Interesting, but so much into the the garlic and pepper, so I've kind of cut that back. So. All the same things, except that now I just uh, dry aged the roast uh, Alton Brown 
in the fridge for a week. Nice. Nice. How about you, Joe? Well, all right. So we, I gotta go, you know, I got, I got two sides to it. You know, there's two sides to my family. So my, you know, my American family, we are a, we are a uh, turkey family for Christmas. We do turkey Thanksgiving. We do turkey on Christmas. Um, so that's the main event. Though on Christmas we had the, uh, we do have a ham, you know, just for, for people who want the ham, but no, yeah. we're, we're a traditional turkey family for, uh, for, um, for Christmas. But the Puerto Rican side of my family, we don't, in Puerto Rico, you don't really have a Christmas dinner. You, the, the yep. big, the big time in Christmas is Christmas Eve. That's, when you have okay. the dinner, that's when you have the party and everything else. And for that, we have what's called a, a, a pernil, which is a, a roasted pork, a pork shoulder that's marinated and slow roasted. And it's such it's roasted okay. in such a way that the the outside skin is like this hard shell, but it's like fall apart tender once you open it up. Mm-hmm. Wow! And the, so the meat is so soft and and it's so tender and delicious full of flavor and it's so oh my god it's ah, nice. ah, makes me want to go makes me want to go back to the island oh. <laughs> uh. so for me if i'm not hosting now keep in mind you can call me a big uh, big government liberal all you want i think turkey should be mandated for both thanksgiving and christmas now it is well known throughout the Midwest that the old man is a turkey junkie. <laughs> a bona fide golly turkakanas freak. A few days before Christmas, his eyes would begin to gleam with a wild and ravenous light. Um, here, here. But, yes. But usually if I'm going to somebody else's house, it's usually it's it's usually ham. We're usually served ham. Or some kind of like a like a prime rib, something you know that is, it's so rare that essentially somebody just slapped a cow on the ass and told it to get up on the table. Um. <laughs> yeah, see, see, because we, me and the kid, you know, me, Dan, and the kids, we always kind of go to somebody else's house for Christmas dinner, Christmas Day dinner, Christmas Eve, we have our own kind of dinner. That's when I make the prime. That's when I make a prime rib, is for Christmas okay. Eve. So we have like our own okay. little Christmas Eve yeah, see, tradition, you know. I see Christmas Eve. I'm driving to Vermont with my husband, who has just finished a day of work, and nothing's uh, open in northern Vermont. Like the first no, year no, we did not. this, we we got we managed to actually get a Chinese food order in somehow. But uh, now we get <laughs> like we we get a residence in, so I'll be bringing like frozen food to cook on the stovetop. <laughs> that's my I, christmas eve <laughs> yeah well you know the last anyway, i'm sorry I, i'm sorry yep. i interrupted yep. joe oh no no that's fine that's okay that's okay so the last two years we've hosted like we hosted um 2021 we hosted 2022 and i make roast beef so i have a very good um slow cook high temperature um high temperature slow cook roast beef and it comes out so just juicy and tender it's so it's so wonderful and i could make the gravy from you know it's drippings and all that fun stuff 
So I was. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah that, no, I'm, my, I'm a, a slow-roast, low-temperature. Oil it all over, kosher salt. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's, that, that's all me. Now, what about the sides? What are we, what are we putting on there? So let, actually, let me, let me throw it out to you. How many of you use potatoes as like one of your primary side dishes? Well, we need a few good taters. What's taters, Brussels? What's taters, huh? Potatoes. Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Oh, that's right. I do make mashed potatoes. Well, you make, I make, I make, okay, awesome. I make, I make dirty mashed potatoes, which is, uh, you know, I, I just take red potatoes. I don't cut the skins off. Boil yep. them, mash them, sometimes add in garlic. But again, my parents not so much into garlic. So. Boil them, mash them, make, stick them in a stew. I don't put them in a stew. I'm making a roast. I'm making a prime rib. <laughs> sorry, I, I, first, sorry, we first just... you, I, I, I totally know what you're doing uh, but yeah no I boil them and then I mash them you know uh, you know a potato masher fork whatever yeah. and I just add enough butter and milk until it looks right and mine mine tend to be kind of fluffy nice yeah I'm a I'm a big fan of the uh, of using a, a like an egg beater to to like Bash the uh, potatoes to kind of whip them up. Oh, you make whipped potatoes. That's, yeah, as opposed to like just using a masher. Hmm. So, for for How us in my house, for oh, good lord, uh, last year, last year we cooked for about seven. No, we cooked for our nine last year. The year before, we cooked for about seven because last year my mother and my stepfather joined us. Okay. So yeah, so I cook for a lot of people, and I mean, my mother is a vegetarian. My mother-in-law is a vegetarian, so we have to kind of come up with alternate meals for them. Oh yeah. Uh, what's that? Tofurky. Tofurky. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what we do with our, our potatoes is we found this really good Jamie Oliver recipe one. So like the first the first year we hosted like the big family for uh, for Christmas, um, we were on YouTube looking at all these different videos of all this. We we, we we took a shine to a lot of the Jamie Oliver recipes, but I found this one Gordon Ramsay recipe for Yorkshire pudding. Um, and the only reason I'm sharing this is because I just have to share the experience of watching um, and obviously coked up Gordon Ramsay at what I'm going to assume is three in the morning making Yorkshire pudding. Cause he is oh, just like, God, all the place. And he like, he gave the camera guy a bump as well. And they're just, and it's just crazy. But the, the Jamie Oliver stuff, he has this potato recipe, which is, it's like, it's a, you, 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 you peel the potatoes. You, they're just like regular white potatoes. You parboil them. And then you, um, you put them into a pan and you just kind of like you bake them for an hour, and then you you use your potato masher and just push them down and drizzle oil and garlic and all that stuff over, and then you bake them again. So they're not really they're not baked potatoes. Oh, they are so good though. 
interesting. Yeah. Mike, Joe, what's your, is it a potato thing or are you like Kurt? Do you have macaroni and cheese? No, we, we have, we have pretty much all this. For, for my family, it's, I mean, for my, you know, my family here in the States, you know, my dad's side of the family, it's, it's a traditional, anything that you had on Thanksgiving, it's, it's carried over for, for Christmas. Chris, Christmas dinner is just basically a copy of Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> you know, it's at, you know, it's at the addition, you get the addition of like the ham and that that's pretty much it you know it's so yeah it's just a a repeat of thanksgiving so you know you get all you know um uh turkey with mashed potatoes and rice and corn peas carrots uh glazed carrots and stuff like that so but the puerto rican side you know i get you know you get um uh Basically, uh, uh, Puerto Rican rice with uh, with chickpeas and um, plantains, uh, mashed plantains, mofongo, all the good stuff. Mm. Nice, nice. How about you, Mike? Yeah, kind of similar to Joe. Um, a, a lot of the a lot of the accoutrements of um, Thanksgiving kind of carry over. So usually they make um. My sister will make a, a ham and a turkey, um, and you know then she'll make like a, a stuffing, but not you know it doesn't go in the turkey. It's just baked in its own casserole dish. Usually she'll mix it with a so do like the stuffing, the bread stuffing with um, bits of sausage and apples, and that's really yeah, it is actually that is it is that is actually called a dressing when it's not actually put in an animal. It's called a dressing <laughs> when it's cooked in a casserole dish. Hey, when she's right, she's right. <laughs> yep. Um, but uh, and you know what? I it's, it's kind of become like very hipster to hate on it, but I don't care. I fucking love sweet potatoes with marshmallows on top. You you bake them, you get them, get the marshmallows nice and melted and crispy on top, and then get a little bit of sweetness with your sweet potato. I love it, Mike. That is like the one. Like I have always wanted to like sweet potatoes solely for that presentation the uh, brown <laughs> and all that i can't i it looks lovely and i'm so envious of people who find joy in it because every time i've tried it oh yeah, yeah. it looks it looks lovely and it smells great but, oh sweet potatoes with the marshmallows on top i love it i mean hell i i will eat if there's the option like if I'm out like eating fast food with French fries, if there's the option for sweet potato fries, I will get it because I love them that much. They are so good. Uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm just like, I'll, I'll, I'll go with the the less nutritional potato option. Yeah, yeah well, I'm I mean, with Andy on this one. I'm with Andy on this one. Give me all the starch. Well, I mean, yep. usually my um my brother-in-law will make well. Actually, mash up some mashed potatoes. You know, you see him with the with the masher, just kind of whipping it and putting some cream and some butter and just whip it all around. And I mean, it, it's good, I, but give me that sweet potato. Okay, Catherine, what are your thoughts on the whole potato thing with uh, sweet versus mashed or marshmallows? Uh, pers- personally, I'm a mashed person. I I don't personally like sweet potatoes. Um, I used to make. You know, I would bake sweet potatoes 
for Thanksgiving. Mm. But uh, I turned out that I didn't have enough takers on that because it's just me and my mom and my husband at this point. So it's like, whatever. Baked yeah. sweet potatoes yeah. with, with like butter and then some like uh, cinnamon and sugar or brown sugar. That's really good as well. But, like, True. I will, like, you know, once every couple of years, I'll eat sweet potato chips. That's about it. Okay. But I'm not, I don't judge. Okay. I just, I, I don't know how to make it. And, but I know that people love it. It's it's definitely, it's also like a meme kind of thing. It's like, this is what I do. You know, uh, uh, as Mike was describing it, I was picturing this scene from the old Chuck TV show. <laughs> and it's like... There's nothing wrong with that. That is definitely a very American dish. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm not going to say that's wrong. I'm just, personally, it's not yeah. for me. But absolutely, eat your heart out. <laughs> so, um, like yeah. a few years ago, Sun Chips came out with a sweet potato um, Sun Chip around like fall time, autumn. And I would buy a bag every time. I, and I'd polish it off in like usually two or three days. And... <laughs> I haven't seen them in years, and I am so bummed because I love them so much. They're so good. Have you checked the internet? What is the internet? What is the internet? That is the thing we are talking over. Oh, (laughs) it was was the magic box. This is voiceover internet protocol that we're on right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the... Yeah, Mike, don't feel bad because I'm still looking for those KFC uh, Ruffles chips. <laughs> I never been <laughs> Hey, uh, Vermont Vermont Country Store stopped selling Charles chips, but I just oh. went to charleschips.com. Well, that's Charles, Charles chips you, still exist. <laughs> so I ordered a, from, uh, a box. From Vermont Country Store, Catherine? Like, other than hmm? the Charles chips, have you gotten any other type of food from the uh, from Charles chips? From Charles Chips now. I just get Charles Chips. From Vermont Vermont Country Store, yes, sorry. Oh, uh uh yeah, I get they they have like a a linguini pack that is or fettuccine, um that is like lemon and squid ink. Oh. Interesting. Intriguing. Yeah, squid ink squid ink pasta that squid ink pasta that I get at Vermont Country Store, like it smells kind of fishy when you cook it, but it just tastes like pasta. However, the lemon one in the package does preserve a little bit of the lemon flavor. Okay. But it's, uh, you know, it's like, a, uh, I go to the actual Vermont country store just off of, uh, 91 and, uh, you know, the, the big store. And so like, I don't buy like the cheese or any other perishables because I'm going to drive for another few hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but it is on my, on my way to my November sewing retreat. Okay, awesome. Yeah, Autumn, for a few years ago, Autumn got me these, like, boozy mince pies from uh, yeah. store, which are really, really yummy. But we're, we'll talk about dessert later on because I've got a ton of dessert choices here. Um, I do want to <laughs> sidetrack one thing. Um, based on not so much a, a dinner thing, but something that's, like, kind of a reason for the season type of meal, um, I made my first tortillere. Uh, the other day, oh, yeah, I saw never made on Facebook. You guys familiar with the tortilla? Yes. No. It looked like a meat pie. Yeah, it, it looks like a meat. Yeah, it looks like it a is. meat pie. It's, it's, it's made with 
um, pork and beef. And uh, there's like one single solitary potato there to bind it all together. Um, and there's like onion and uh, garlic and celery in there and a, a buttload of spices. And it's served as a pie. And you actually – you cook it on one day, and then you don't eat it for like another day or two. And my wife said it was hands down the best tortilla she's ever eaten. So I feel great about that because it was the first one I ever made. And, you know, I know that all of her uh, her French-Canadian uh, relatives are probably just pissed at me right now. So <laughs> amazingly, very, the very next day, I tested positive for COVID. So who's to say, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, Andy. It, it I, sounds – go, no, go, go ahead. Go Oh, it just sounds like a uh, French Canadian shepherd's pie. Yeah, kind of. Except it's not as like there aren't as many vegetables. It really is a meat pie. It is a lumberjack pie because like a like a shepherd's pie, you've got like there's a bit of a gravy in there, and you've got all the big chunks of vegetables. Everything here is like there's. A couple of root vegetables in there to give it some flavor, and that by root vegetables I mean yeah, onion. and it, and yeah, that and, sounds and unlike yeah. A, oh yeah, but unlike a, unlike a shepherd's pie, it's actually in a pie. It's actually like got flour and it's covered. It's not just like yeah. mashed okay. potatoes and yeah. meat in a in a casserole dish. It's actual. It's an actual pie. Right. Okay. Right. And yeah, it's like of, it's, it's kind of I, like what you do with what you do with a shepherd's pie once you baked it is you mush everything together. Uh. But yeah. yeah, no, I, I make the I make the Alton if Brown it, shepherd's pie happened, from yeah. the uh, the Sweeney Todd episode. Oh, for the book. <laughs> I don't know if any of you guys ever had the uh, Game of Thrones murder pie that we we made a few years ago. It's like uh, it's a meat pie, but it has a lattice of bacon. Oh wow! Did you have a? Was that the one that you guys hosted a party? Yes. So I probably tried it. Yeah. Okay, because we were having a watch party for Game of Thrones, so yeah, yeah, it was uh, quite good. So anyway, back that is, to the that, that sounds awesome. To, oh, well, I call it a murder pie. It's just a meat pie, but like I, I, we made it for Jim once, and Jim was like, "Oh, can I have another slice of the murder pie?" I'm like, "Absolutely." <laughs> meat sweats, meat sweats, death pie. Meat sweats, meat yes. sweats. Yeah, <laughs> Andy, I, I realize that you're making these, but yeah. I also know that your wife played Mrs. Lovett, so I'm not having any meat pies in your house. I'm sorry. Fair. That's fair. Mike, that's understandable, and I understand that that thought will be lingering for the rest of your life. Oh, yes. Um, anyway, yes. So anyway, let's – are we done with our, our, our dinner, our entrees? Are we ready so. now to move on to dessert? That's the fun part. And I got, and I got a question for everybody. Who here has had figgy pudding? Nope. Uh, nope. No, but you better bring me some damn figgy pudding. I have made we. Well, I autumn has made it every year for the past three years. And What's in it exactly? Actually, so, I don't even know what it, what it is. So it's a blend of. Well, actually, it, it's a blend of different like type of dried fruits, like. Um, like we are, the recipe we have has like dried uh, raisins, yellow raisins, uh, currants. It's got some nuts in it. Uh, it's got it's it's just it's, it's it's the thing is is that first of all everything is kind of cooked in like a um, like a beef suet, 
as well. Well, it's not cooked in it. Okay. It's kind of like the, the suet is completely chopped up so that when you bake it, the suet kind of binds it all together. Um, it was funny because a few years ago when we were looking for decent recipes for it, we went on YouTube where we go for all of our recipes. And we found this woman who was like this um, Irish expat living in Canada. And every, she was so fucking pissed at like the, the, that there was nothing at the grocery store that she could make it with. She's like, well, normally I'd be putting these currants in here, but the grocery store around here doesn't have it, so fuck, it's more raisins. Here's some more fucking raisins. Okay, now you need some Guinness in here. How much are you willing to give up of this Guinness? Ah, fuck it. I'll give it... I'll, 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 you've got three tablespoons of the Guinness. I don't give a fuck. Give me another Guinness. She's like, really fucking angry. But yeah, and that's talk the, about- uh, it. It's a, they're, they're, you do put a dark beer into it. Like... Um, I get. I love. I love when my wife makes the, the pudding, because that gives me the excuse to then go to the liquor store and buy the whole twelve pack of uh, Sam Adams, <laughs> you know, winter beverages, because like an old timey porter or a uh, old Fezziwig is going to end up in there, and the rest belongs to me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you haven't thought. And this I will. Too. Nope. Drink like one or two. Yes, I have thought this well through. I've only had like one or two old Fezziwigs a year. I can't buy a six pack of that shit because it'll just sit there. Then all of a sudden it becomes like what my stepfather does. It's like, hey, Andy, want a beer? Yeah, Mike, it's uh, 80 degrees out. What do you got? Oh, good old Fezziwig. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Fine, I'll drink the bread. Only partially vinegared at this point. Well, it's beer. It doesn't. It, no, it's just, honestly, it, it holds up. But the thing is, is that Mike, the old Fezziwig, winter beers in general are heavier. That's why I make the, like the joke. It's like okay, it's like bread in a bottle, because um, they're heavy beers. They got to stick to your bones in the, you know, during those cold winter months when you're going to chop wood and you know, slay a wolf for dinner or something. I, I don't know. Um, you have to do it well plastered. Yeah. Well, except, how the hell else would you do it, right? <laughs> oh, I did. I did love the reference about uh, Christmas being on on uh, the the uh, Pod Save America podcast of uh, Christmas being the melding of gay and straight culture. Because <laughs> you go out in the cold and cut down a tree and then decorate it with sprinkling lights. <laughs> I like that. And then and then you awesome. go out again and brave the cold to sing three-part harmony outside of an old folks' home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh. Yeah, I, I love it. I that's love it. That's awesome. So, all right. So, I'm the only one who's ever had a figgy pudding. So, and, you know, yeah, you no, brandish it. Brandy, then you I let only, it on fire. I only know about figgy pudding from the uh, Muppets album with uh, John Denver. Yep. Bring us some figgy pudding. And this piggy comes in and is like, piggy pudding? No, no, no. no. Figgy pudding. It's made from figs. Yeah, figs. Oh, okay. And bacon. Why? Bacon. (laughs) So, yeah. All right. How about mince pies? And we're just, you know, on the topic of old-timey Christmas foods, and I mentioned them earlier. Have we ever, anyone here ever had, like, a little mince pie? I did it at the Highland Games in uh, okay. Vermont. 
Or New Hampshire? No, New Hampshire. It's not. Yeah, it's not a meat New Hampshire. pie, is it? No, it, it's, it's actually it's a, minced meat it, pie. Yeah, so it's it's mainly it's nuts. It's like chopped up nuts that have been like cured, usually in alcohol, um, and it it makes like this nice. I don't call it a mush, but I really can't think of anything else to call it. Um, and in fact, what we did was when we make them, we make some regular ones because my nephew, oh my god, my nephew loves mince pies. Um, but and they're they're like, they're little they're little things. There's like you know little handheld pies. So we make those and we put a little star on the top of those, and then for the boozy ones with the rum in them, we put a little heart on there because I heart rum. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're missing out. Oh, the you you would uh, honestly, Mike. I think you might like a mince pie, like a straight up non boozy mince pie. I think you might actually enjoy one. Yeah, I'm, I might. You oh. can always try it, go I, and decide. Yes, exactly. You're never too young to try new foods. Anyway, what other desserts do we have? Kurt mentioned pie. He wasn't very specific, but I'm assuming he means like a pecan pie or something like that. What are your What are your desserts of choice for oh. um, the end of the meal? Pecan pie. Uh, I, I, I love pecan pie. Yeah, I I um I used to make a actually really killer pecan pie. I haven't made it in years, but um back in the early days of the Food Network, there was a show called David. Uh, Taste with David Rosengarten, and he actually ma- had a, a, a episode where he made a pecan pie, and I downloaded the recipe and I pointed that out, and for the longest time I made it. You actually make it with a double boiler so that the uh, the um, uh, the cane sugar, the cane syrup, doesn't like boil or get too too hot, and mm, yeah, it. it it's been a long time since I've made one, though. Much easier to grab, a, grab one from Hannaford. Yes, exactly. So let me ask you a question, Mike. Yeah. Hot or cold? Or warm or cold, not hot. It's like Ooh. molten lava when it's hot. Warm or cold on that pecan pie? Oh, you know what? I, I love pecan pie so much, I don't really care. Um, if it's warm, then you got to have it with either ice cream or whipped cream. If it's cold, then definitely mm-hmm. just whipped cream. Okay. Okay, fair. All right, Joe, Catherine, what are your what are some of these desserts? That you're- um, let's see. I make a um, I make a uh, chocolate fudge pie with a uh, homemade whipped cream that chill that's chill. Ooh, yummy. Okay. Wow. Um, let's see, and then Diane makes a uh, a cannoli dip. Which is a uh, sweet cannoli yeah. dip. So then you can take like the uh, the actual cannoli chips, you know, and then you can do, you know, it's got oh. um, it's got chocolate chips and stuff like that. But then you can, yeah, you can take the cannoli the cannoli chips and dip it into this dip, and it's just oh, it's so oh, it's nice and sweet, oh, so mm-hmm. good. I do. Love and it. then, but other than that, but other than that, my family does like traditional, you know, like apple pies and you know traditional pies. Nothing, nothing too. Yep. Extraordinary. Yep. So, what about you, Cavern? <coughs> Excuse me. 
All right. I'm going to tell the sugar cookie story. Ooh. So my mother every year loved making sugar cookies. We do, uh, it's the uh, roll cookie recipe from the joy of cooking. So that when you cut it out, like with the cookies, they, the cookie cutters, they don't really grow much. So they maintain the shape and preserve the, uh, the essence of the cookie cutter. And okay. when we moved to, when we moved to Acton, uh, we redid the kitchen or my, well, like we, I mean my mother, cause I was seven, um, got the kitchen done and she designed it specifically to have a big space and it ends up being like, you know, a casual weekday dinner eating space, but a big space for like rolling out the cookie dough and cutting out the cookies. And then you can bake the cookies and decorate the cookies and uh, the, you know, you, you then ice the cookies with uh, just a mix of my mother did powdered sugar and water. I do powdered sugar and skim milk. Mm-hmm. And then like whatever, whatever sprinkles and whatever you want to do. And that was always the thing. And uh, that house was featured in the Labor Day movie, which has a whole big pie baking scene. In that kitchen. Yep, I remember and that was that was the kitchen I grew up in, and they were like, "Yeah, this is a perfect baking kitchen. Let's go." So, <laughs> but yeah, no, those those sugar cookies, and I was realizing today, I was like, I need to make sugar cookies because the other thing is, my mother's birthday is ju- is the twenty second, and so like you know before you know back when she was young and newly married, it's like couldn't make much, so she made the sugar cookies. And then, like, all the leftover dough was just cooked into a lumpy cookie and sprinkled with all the rest of everything. And that was her birthday cookie. Hmm. Interesting. That sounds delightful. But, yeah, there's – and they're so tasty. Everybody I've ever made these sugar cookies for is just like, these are so tasty and so good. And I'm like, yeah. And they're just – they're so much fun to make. And it's, it's a, such a fun family activity to just be like, I'm going to use this cookie cutter. I'm going to use this cookie cutter. And then we're going to decorate it. We're going to have a purple dinosaur or like a pink elephant. It's going to be fun. I love sugar cookies. I do too. You know, just cookies in general. Like my mother <laughs> makes this pinwheel cookie. It's a peppermint pinwheel cookie. And I have to have them every year. Um, and essentially all, it's all it is. It's like, there's one, you, you, you make your vanilla dough, you make your peppermint dough, and then you simply just roll them together and then cut them up into cookies and bake them. Wow. Oh, that reminds me one thing that I absolutely loved when I, when I used to work on the, when I was working on the big dig right out of college, I was working at the North end and Christmas in the North end. Oh Oh, my God. Oh, but. This is where I fell in love with Pitzels. Yep. Oh my god. Freshly oh, made I could, I, I could freshly made Pitzels. Oh, I I could polish off a pack, a whole package of them. A whole yep. box of them just on my own. With chocolate sauce on them. Mm. The um, oh, yeah, oh, when they, uh, no, no, it's when the chocolate is nice and crunchy. When it's uh, Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. 
Uh, pardon oh, my oh, ignorance, yeah. but what's a pit cell? It's like a like it's like a waffle. It's like a waffled thin wafer cookie. Oh, I think it's probably the yep. I can explain that. Um, I, I, th- I yeah. think you can get and, 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 and there's different, several different types. Like I, can, I like you can get the the licorice flavored kind, but those the, are like yeah, a little bit bigger. Yeah, the the anise ones. Yeah, I, I think yeah, I have anise or something like that. No, yeah. the 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 time I've had pizzelles and I was like, oh, I should never do this again. Was that we turned them in the uh, 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 ice cream sandwiches? Oh, oh, you take yes. pizzelles and you put a slice of like whatever ice cream you want. Like I think we did vanilla. Oh my god! Yeah, oh, that's you know I don't think you need to get too complex with it. I think vanilla is perfect for that, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, you don't need you don't need a fancy flavor to overpower the pizzelle. Yeah, I mean the, no. the pizzelle yeah. is pretty can be pretty part you know it has a pretty strong flavor by itself. But, but yeah, I think no, I had no, a party the, the, and somebody the, was the, like, the, it was awesome. No, the vanilla, the, the yeah, the ice cream should just complement the pizzelle, not overpower it. Oh yeah, absolutely, right. exactly, yeah, absolutely. Um. So one more question for you before we wrap up, because I know, you know, it's, we know we're all about the eating here. What is your ideal Christmas morning breakfast? Does anybody have any traditions for that? Or is it just like, you know, eh, whatever, I'll make some eggs. <laughs> generally, I, generally, I'm skipping breakfast in order to save room for dinner. But however, okay. uh, 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 I I have been thinking about making uh, Dutch baby pancakes, Ooh, which okay. is a, a another kind of popover thing. It's it's kind of a popover recipe. Uh, it's a little sweeter, and I actually uh, got uh, maple sugar to do it with. And it's hmm. it's something that you like. You heat an iron skillet, warm butter in it, pour the. Uh, this is another Alton Brown thing. Yeah. Pour everything in it, throw it in the oven, and then it just puffs up. You take it out, slice it, and uh, uh, sprinkle powdered sugar on top. Mm. Mm. Sounds delightful. We'll have to try that out at some point now. Yeah. No, I'll make. Uh, I'll usually yep. make a uh, a uh, French toast casserole. Ooh! Oh, that's, that's delicious. Good. French toast casserole and then I'm like making, a uh, like a potato like a hash hash brown potato and more uh, uh, breakfast sausage casserole and another one. Oh, that's nice. delicious! Yeah. How about you, Mike? Yeah, I'm. I mean, uh, I, I'm going to my sister's to have one thing Christmas meal. Then I'm coming to my father's and having another meal, so oh. I'm not having a whole lot of big breakfast. No, <laughs> the power bar will be good. <laughs> but um, uh, when it comes to like, desserts, I did have one more that I like to do. Uh, I like to have oh, yeah. in addition to pecan pie. Um, I mean, my my sister, she doesn't work in a kitchen anymore. She used to work in like uh, actually a, a bakery, but um, she still. Okay. Really pulls out all the stops. She has tons of pies and desserts and all that. But one thing that she only makes at Christmas, and I always bring—I've mentioned this before—she makes these little um, 
cream cheese tarts. We've got like a little vanilla Ooh. cookie base, and then like kind of a cream cheese, uh, like uh, uh, cheesecake kind of uh, okay. filling. Then she bakes that, and then when it comes out, it has this little indentation in the top. So you put some like cherry or blueberry pie filling right in the top there, just like three or three cherries or blueberries, and then oh, they're so fucking good. Um, I I nice. always like br- I bring just like a container along just so I can like stash a whole bunch, bring it here, put them in the fridge, and just <laughs> make it make them last as long as I can because they're so good, and she yeah. only makes them at Christmas. Wow. Ah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. In in our family, like usually our usual go to is it's simple because, you know, we still get open presents, so usually we're traveling or something like that. We usually just do like the Pillsbury cinnamon rolls. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'll make some eggs if we need a little bit of protein. Um one year though, I made this eggnog French toast and it was the first time that my in laws came over for Christmas morning. Autumn had been like I think she had Noro or something like that. She was ghastly sick that, you know, like the night before. So they decided we're going to come over if you want to, you know, you know, I was like, yeah, I'll make breakfast. So I made, I made the eggnog French toast. Oh, my father-in-law was raving about it for like a ye- a solid year. <laughs> <laughs> so. My, my but yeah, usually Yeah. My, well, my bro- my brother used to make like a cinnamon roll, and you know now that he's kind of overseas in the military with his family, he's obviously not doing that. But my sister makes it every now and then, so it's kind of nice. Just you know, take it, just cut it in half, spread some butter on it, put it in microwave for just a few seconds, and you can just peel, start peeling off the layers with that little bit of butter and cinnamon sugar. Oh, so good! Oh, lovely, lovely. Mm. Well, now I'm freaking hungry. <laughs> <laughs> well anyway guys this was a great conversation and i'm super hungry and we're gonna um we're gonna drop uh the links to i think it'll be easier for us to drop the links to our recipes hmm. uh we'll link it yeah. you know we'll just we'll just link it to our google drive um uh geek salad radio at gmail.com we'll link that so if you if you heard any amazing recipes that we either found online or we've made ourselves uh you can follow along with those i'm I'm sure that you know it's going to be just a few of the specialty recipes uh but we will see what we, we come up with there so you can feel free to try those out before christmas and as i mentioned before this is our last episode of 2023 and i want to thank joe Catherine, and mike for uh, all your all your hard work this year with the and dealing with me and my my ridiculously busy theater schedule this year, uh, you know, being able to just pump out some some really fun episodes and I really I really appreciate all of you. Thank you. Hey, do, do, do give us your mother. best. Yeah, do give us your best theater. Oh no! I got. Oh no, I got cast again! (laughs) (laughs) Whatever shall I do? Uh, Actually, after something rotten, I am taking a friggin' break. And then I think I'm going to stick to directing for a little bit because I am burnt. So, anyway. So, when we come back in the calendar year of 2024, we will be um, 
kicking off with something a little different. Normally, we would do like uh, we'd be ranking our the shows from Disney Plus, the Marvel and Star Wars stuff. We're not going to do that next year. We are actually going to look back at the year 2023 and talk about some of our favorite and least favorite pieces of media. It could be TV. It could be movies. It could be a new podcast we discovered. Uh, it, it could be one of those things. So we are going to give you our best and worst lists of uh, 2023 in January of 2024. Uh, so you can let us know what your best and worst were. I'll be happy to hear those. Uh, if you want to follow us on uh, the socials, we are on Facebook at Geek Salad Podcast. And we are at Geek Salad Radio on Blue Sky, on Threads, and on Twitter. I'm not calling it X because people who call it X are letting you know where their whereabouts were on January 6th. <laughs> oh, and you're, we appreci- you're dead naming it. <laughs> I'm also dead naming it. Just like just just like Elon dead names his own kid. Um, so yep. and, yeah, and you can, if we appreciate you listening to this episode, you can go back listen to our archive, which is everywhere you get your podcast. So if you're listening to it now on uh, Spotify or uh, Apple or Google Podcasts, we are we will be moving over to uh, YouTube podcasts uh come april 2nd because uh, google podcast is going away but we will make sure that we are on youtube as well but you can also check out youtube at uh, geek salad podcast for uh, mike and my retro movie reviews uh where you can check those out you can also get the audio for our podcast right there as well so all the things right so i think i don't think i'm forgetting anything am i nope i think you got awesome. it. all right well, I think it's time for me to um, medicate myself up and go to bed. And uh, I've had two days off from work. And now I'm going back. I have to go back to work tomorrow. So uh, hopefully I'll be out of the woods soon. Yes, exactly. So anyway, until next time, I'm Andy. I'm Mike. I'm Joe. I'm Catherine. Go forth, be nerdful, and hey, happy holidays and happy new year, folks. We'll see you in the new year. Bye-bye. One Christmas pudding Sitting on the table And a monster came and ate it in one gulp Then there were none No Christmas puddings Merry Christmas Merry Christmas Merry Christmas Everyone Catherine, this turkey tastes half as good as it looks. I think we're all in for a very big treat. (laughs) Save the neck for me, Clark. Okay, Eddie. I told you we put it in too early. Oh, it's just a little dry. It's fine. I told you.